Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi there and welcome to everybody watching live from a pretty now dreary Ibrooks where Rangers have been defeated 3-1 in the final pre-season home game of uh, before the, the proper season gets underway. I'm joined by Craig Dennett. How are you after that, Craig? Uh, yeah, a bit, a bit more down than I thought it would be after after a pre-season game. I think it was uh, bringing us back down to earth with a bump, that one. If, if we're honest, Michael Beale spoke in his post-match press conference about Knowing that Olympiacos were a were a good team and knowing that they would be a, provide a tough test, um, he also spoke about the fact that he wanted to play different styles of teams, which he, he feels he, he has done so far. So um, it wasn't the it wasn't the um, the kind of preseason friendly that I was hoping for to boost mood and boost morale ahead of mm-hmm. ahead of going into the new season. But Giannis Hadji spoke about it has been a, a really tough. Um, I think he said it was the, it was the toughest preseason he's ever personally experienced, did, which yeah. I guess gives a bit of a an insight into just how how much Michael Beale has been um, pushing these guys over the last few weeks. Um, but I think tonight's game was in three one, and in the manner that we lost as well, given the poor goals that we conceded um, and the way we played defensively, it was it was disappointing tonight. Yeah, um, look, I'm just going to. I know we touched on the lineup briefly before we came on, but McCrory and goals, which was with no information not why why that was the case. Um, I'm assuming Bill touched on his press post match press conference. That I'm assuming that it was just to give minutes uh, to people. But Tav at right back, Suter, Ben Davies, Barisic, who will definitely come on to in this podcast. Um, Kieran Dowell, uh, Raskin, Cantwell, Sima, Dessers, and Lammers. Um, do you think that that is going to be similar to the the squad that we're going to have? towards the start of the season when we, when we get into competitive games? I hope not. <laughs> okay. um, I think, to be honest, the first half was okay. There wasn't much creativity there. There wasn't um, there wasn't much to go at going forward. I thought um, Sam Lammers impressed mm-hmm. again. I think he's a, he's a particularly... Um, he's nice to watch as he goes forward and he's been a, a really good addition. I know when we first signed him, I remember people looking at his stats and saying that he was... Uh, that he wasn't going to be good enough because his stats playing for our previous clubs weren't great. But I really do think that um, he will probably he will promise to be a, a really positive player going forward. I think defensively, Connor Goldson's 
going to come in there. Um, I hope Borna Barisic isn't starting for us um, mm. at the start of the season. <laughs> I really do hope that it's Red Van Yilmaz or it may even be Dujon Stellan that comes into that position. Um, Michael Beale said he is back in training towards the end of this week. Connor Goldson is back yeah. in training next Thursday, which suggests probably a bit too soon for the Kamarnock game, but he won't be he won't be far away by that point, I don't think. Um, Midfield-wise, we obviously started Raskin, um, Dow and Cantwell. I'd be surprised if Sifuentes isn't in there pretty soon. I think Kieran Dow started started well for us. Um, Todd Cantwell almost almost seems like he's trying too hard. Yeah. At this moment in time, um, he might just be getting up to speed, or he might just be getting used to playing with with different players. But he does seem like he's uh, he's trying too hard at this stage. And then obviously we've got uh, we've, we're bringing Danilo in. Um, <laughs> who will hopefully offer us something a bit different up yeah. front than we've had before. So um, we've got a few changes coming in that will hopefully improve the squad. I've said the word hopefully about five times. <laughs> in the sentences. That's um, but looking forward, I do hope that there will be um, <laughs> that there will be some changes to the to the team that started tonight because I, I'm not convinced that that team is going to cut it going into going into three games a week in a in a tough season. Yeah, I think that was very much the the feeling up here on the gantry after the game. Um, before we start getting into some of the negative performances, which there was perhaps a, a couple tonight, and in, in you guys in the comments, you can let us know. Um, I just want to touch on Kieran Dow. He has been a guy that I have been quite impressed with uh, in these three preseason games, given the fact I think he joined us with an injury as well. Seems to be up to fitness, and I, I think he has the potential to be a, a linchpin in a Michael Beale midfield this season alongside Nico Raskin. How have you felt that Kieran Dill's integrated himself into this squad so far in the brief glimpses that we've seen? Even finished, I think. For that reason, he's kind of been underestimated by people, almost forgotten. The preseason games have given him a chance to show what he can do, and I think going going by his performances, we know he can be physical. We know he can put himself about. We know he can. He's good at winning the ball back and yeah. then driving forward with it. I have no doubts that he will have a key part to play this season. I don't think if if there is such a thing as a starting 11 that, mm-hmm. that we'd expect to start every week. I'm not necessarily convinced that Kieran Dow is in that, but he is here over the season. A player that I feel that we keep talking about in these pre-season games and and again really impressed me today I thought he was unlucky not to get another goal was was Sam Lammers that the big Dutchman um I'm already falling in love Craig I'm going to say it. Uh, a fantastic feat and he really tested the the goalkeeper a couple of times for, for Olympiacos but he's just his movement and awareness I think it's been a long time since we've had a player of with that technical ability at the squad at uh, the club sorry would you say yeah I think it's something that we have been looking for for quite a long time Todd Cantwell gives us a bit of that and I think that was part of the reason why he appealed to so many people as, as soon as he joined us. He gave us that bit of creative spark around the edge of the box, gave us something different to to try and break down those teams that are sitting with two banks of five. Malik Tillman did it a wee bit last year, probably not as um, not as skillful with with his feet as uh, Sam Lammers has shown to be in these early glimpses that we've seen, but mm-hmm. um, I'm really encouraged by Sam Lammers' performances. He um, is another one who's able to, to stand up to a bit of physicality, but he has that silkiness around the edge of the box as well. 
he likes a shot from outside the box, which is something that we've really missed. Yeah. Um, in recent seasons, and he, he had a couple of um, a couple of raspers from the edge of the box tonight that looked as if they were heading for the top <laughs> corner. And the, the Olympiacos goalkeeper was was really good on that front. So uh, in terms of saving them, so I, I think Sam Amers is a is like I said at the start. I think Sam Amers is really encouraging, and I look forward to seeing a lot more of him as the the games go on. Yeah, and look, I think it's now time to come on to the guy that I'm seeing his name most of in the in the comments here. Um, we've got Brian. It'll come up. There we go. We bit lag there. Sorry, guys. I said if you can't see Barisic as usual. Um, for me, that's the second team. And preseason that has targeted Borna Barisic has targeted that left back area. I felt we saw it in the Newcastle game where they were launching balls up at up in that side. I, I believe it was uh, Almirion or Jacob Murphy. I think was up against them at times. I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce the Olympiacos player that was up against them today. Their right back seemed pretty good. But are you in any way, shape, or form concerned that? I mean, certainly judging by Bill's press conference, he seemed to be nonplussed. Um, not too, I don't want to say not too bothered. I mean, he did say that there was certainly aspects that we had to look at, but um, are you worried that we're perhaps going into another season with Borna Barisic as a left-back? Yeah, and before I answer that, we have gone into darkness again, but I think you can still see us, so we'll we'll continue plowing on for the next uh, 10 minutes or so. <laughs> I think Borna Barisic is a, a significant concern. He, We know he's got a great final ball. Um, we know he's got that in the locker. It's what Elsie offers in games, and it's um, it's it's increasingly worrying um, how um, it's increasingly worrying how much teams are targeting him, and it's increasingly worrying how much he turns back. I was one of received a lot of criticism last year for for how often he would run up the line, turn back, and then play the ball to to Ben Davies or John Suter. Yeah, I was kind of backing him a wee bit on that one because I, I didn't feel like he had the options up front. I didn't feel like people were making the runs that, that he needed them to. This season's completely different. You've got guys like Cantwell, you've got guys like Dowell, Seema, are all showing and they're all available options and Borna Barisic is still taking the ball and turning back um, when we've got a real chance of a counter-attack. I spoke on um, one of the podcasts recently about how important it is that in transition we really take advantage of the um, of the counter-attack option. We've got a lot of pace up there um, and we've got um, we've got the skill to, to go, but we need to do it quickly. We can't allow teams to get back into the shape because that's when we start to struggle or we start to have to be more creative and inventive. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of pace there. Let's use it. Let's hit teams in the counter-attack and really punish them because that's what teams do to us. When yep. we, that's what um, opposition teams do to us and we, were, we fell victim to that so much last season that... Yeah. We need to be uh, we need to be very similar on that front. And Borna Barisic just slows the play down constantly. He's he's um, he's always def- he's, I would almost describe him as defensively unaware. Mm-hmm. He, he he sits back, but then he's 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 not sure where he should be positioned, or he's and he, he's never quite sure where his player is. Very rarely stops across. Um, ben Davies gets a lot of criticism, and to be honest, I think about half of that is due to the fact that he has to defend forty crosses a game from Borna Barisic's side mm. of the pitch, um, which is a which is a lot for any defence to try and cope with. Mm. So, I I think Borna Barisic has has only um, cemented my opinion of him in, the, in this preseason in terms of his time with Rangers should be done. He should hopefully um, be away. 
um, before the I say before the season starts. Ten days is a bit of a push, but yeah. definitely by the end of the transfer window, and it should be Red Van Yilmaz who is our starting left back come the start of the season. I heard a few people talk about Dujon Sterling potentially yeah. taking that position once he's fit. He's only coming back to, to training um, this Thursday, I think Michael Beale said. Yep. So um, so he'll come back to training this Thursday. It's probably a bit of a push to ask him to go in straight into the game against Kilmarnock. I think Red Van Yilmaz can can suit that um, can suit that role and, and have his opportunity. He did well towards the end of last season. Let's put him in there. He's more forward-thinking. His final ball isn't as good as Borna Barisic's, but the rest of his game is miles ahead, and I would I would definitely be putting him in. Yeah, it's. I mean, is, are, are you concerned that, that that's an area that, that we haven't looked to strengthen a bit more? We've only brought in one defender. Um, and Dujon Sterling this year. Um, obviously, I, I, people know my my thoughts on John Lee Yefeko. Uh, I, I, okay, maybe the jury's about out. I, I thought he didn't have a great game today, but um, also that's not. We brought in Leon Balogun. I, see, yeah, I could see that exact yes. look in your face there, saying that we brought in Leon Balogun. But I mean, do you think that, it, that it's an area that we should? I mean, it's crazy that we're we're on the verge of confirming Sifuentes and, and Danilo. Um, do you think that that's a, an area that we should be looking to go out and, and, and buy another player in? I think we've got a lot of depth in defence. I'm not entirely convinced we've got a lot of strength in that depth in defence. So I think we've got a lot of players there. Mm-hmm. I think when you look across the back four, um, you've got James Tavernier, um, Dujon Stelling can play in there, and Adam Devine. Yep. If you then look at the, the central defence, you've got... Um, I'll probably forget someone here, but you've got you've got um, Goldson, Davies, Sutter, uh, Leon King, uh, Leon Balogun, and then John Lefeco started to make a bit of a claim, mm-hmm. and they are to at least be around and then around the first team, and then left backs you've got Barisic, Yilmaz, and then Dujon Stelling can play there as well. So we do have a lot of players there. I don't yep. think. Michael Beale saw that as a priority yeah. place to to really strengthen from that perspective, but. It does still raise some concerns for me, yeah. and I don't feel like we've got a settled back four yet that we need to that mm-hmm. we want that we want to play. And Connor Goldson coming back into this team will be massive. Yeah, there was defensive mistake after defensive mistake tonight. Yeah, been trying to play the ball out from the back was was really concerning. I'm hoping part of that is down to the fact that it was um, Robbie McCory in goals and then uh, John McLaughlin. And then second half, you had a defensive partnership of John Suter and John Lefeco. I think you could probably count on one finger how many times that's going to happen this season. So, um, Or I really hope you can count on <laughs> one finger. Um, might find ourselves up against Napoli away or something like that with those two at the back <laughs> going by last season. But you, you never you never quite know. Um, but... I think when you once you've got a, a back four, and I think the settled back four should be James Tavernier at right back, um, Connor Goldson and John Sutter in the middle, and then yeah. Red Van Yilmaz at left back. Once those those um, players are playing together regularly, you'll see them build up partnerships. You'll see them build up those relationships, and hopefully, you'll see the number of mistakes we are making and the number of easy easy goals or stupid goals yeah. that we're conceding uh, really reduce. Yeah, I think well. Without trying to get too doom and gloom about the whole thing, I think I'll try and talk about something a bit more positive now, and that's John Suter. Obviously, a guy we know last season was out with large swathes of the the season with with injury problems. He seems to come in. He has been very comfortable for me um, in a back four um, in that centre half. How do you feel about John Suter going forward? And have you been impressed with him just quite quietly going about his business, I think, in these games? Yeah, I'm really encouraged by John Sutter. I, I think I have been ever since he came back from his, his sort of injury at the start of last season. I think the 
the difference for John Suter is I probably don't see him as that leading role in our defence. Mm. I see him alongside Connor Goldson and he works well when he seems to play with Borna Barisic, when he seems to play with some of the younger players, we tend to struggle. So I don't see him in that that sort of role as as a leader of our defence, but I think he has a vital a vital role to play in it. And I th- hopefully that is alongside Connor Goldson and yeah. they'll be able to build up a partnership that, that works really well. They they are very solid defensively. They're both good with the ball at their feet. Yeah. Um they're both they both can be physical. John Suter will probably take on the same role that we've seen Philip Hollander take on. We've seen Leon Balogun take on and yeah. Ben Davies to a certain extent as well. And he'll be the one that goes and wins the ball in the first instance. And Connor Goldson will, mm-hmm. will sit back and he'll mop up. And I, I hope that is the case. And I, I look forward to seeing them playing together again. But yeah. the what we've seen when it's Connor Goldson's been out of the team remains to be almost baffling <laughs> that we have so many central defenders that struggle to defend. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I think it's certainly a, a sort of feature of a Michael Beals team is that he wants his defenders to be able to play the ball first. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll see how that goes when the season goes on. As ten days, and I said the, the manager seemed quite, quite again. I don't want to say nonplus, but he seemed quite, quite uh, calm about the whole situation. Were you surprised? Were you surprised that he wasn't a bit angry or a bit more frustrated by the performance tonight? He, he referred to us as um, he thought we played well in quite a few quite a few places and that that surprised me because there wasn't much of that game where I thought um oh we've put a good passage of play together together there or that's really encouraging to yeah. see there wasn't really anything that stuck out to me as being of that I agreed so these lovely combination plays that we're seeing in training with the you know the balls across the the, the box you know cutting back from from the the 18 yard box to find the attackers in the middle I'm not seeing an awful lot of that I was expecting us to see a wee bit more of that but look it the manager knows the players a lot better than, than we do. We're getting a snapshot of them in, in, in these games. And, and do you know what? I trust Michael Beale enough, especially in the la- the, the run towards him um, when he was in charge of us for the for the latter half of the season last year. I still think I have confidence in him. Yeah, I, I was a bit surprised. I, I thought, I th- obviously, it, it's pre-season. I know that's the big caveat that we're all saying with, with all these games. But, I mean, if that was a... a, a a competitive fixture would be absolutely fuming at it, wouldn't he? But I think we all know what it was. I mean, it's interesting that both he and Yanis Hadji, who also spoke to the media, um, mentioned about how grueling a pre-season this has been, how how difficult it's been. Yanis Hadji said it had been the most difficult pre-season. And I think we are seeing a bit of that. I think we are seeing a bit of heaviness in the legs at times. Um, were you surprised by Bill's reaction? I was because he seemed quite upbeat. Yeah. And that wasn't the impression I got from anyone else on the gantry, nor the fans that were sitting behind us. Um, so I was surprised at just the, how accepting he was of that of that performance. Now, he obviously knows the context that we found out afterwards in terms of the players had a double training session on Monday and then they were straight back into training again yesterday before coming into the game today. That's obviously going to have its, have its impact. And Yanis Hadji spoke about it's what the players need because we're about to come up to a, a heavy workload. We're about to play three games a week basically from the start of August all the way through to Christmas and mm-hmm. that's going to take a full squad and that's going to take everyone being up to fitness. The The positive thing I think was um, talk, talking about um, injuries, both Michael Beale and Janice Hadji said the squad's in a really good place, a much better place than it has been in um, a much better place than it has been in, in recent seasons which is, which is positive. I just think the fans need a wee bit more 
encouragement from what we're seeing on the park and we've got the players have got one more chance to do that before we move into the new season we're playing Hoffenheim away on mm-hmm. on Saturday that'll be another good test against the Bundesliga side I would hopefully um, expect to see um, more towards our starting 11 in yep. that game Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we spoke about Cifuentes and and Danilo um, yeah. earlier on. Michael Beale said that we have to wait into the weekend or into the start of next week before those ones get over the line. Yep. So you've then got the question: Well, those guys haven't had a, a preseason, at least one preseason game <laughs> yeah. with the team. Um, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how they are bedded in. But it's encouraging to know that they are they are effectively coming in and, and are um, are over the line. So it'll be really interesting to see that one. I will be reading a lot as a fan into Saturday's game. I'll be watching that yeah. really closely. Um, I don't know how right that is to do. Yeah. Um, people always say oh, it's pre-season. You can't really take too, take it too seriously. Well, I need something to go on. Yeah. Um, I was quite encouraged by the previous two games, despite the defeat to Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Tonight was has dropped me down quite a few notches on that on that enthusiasm scale and. I really need to see a, to see some more in, in that final game to be going into the Kamarok away, which is always a tough fixture, which is always a um which is always a place that we struggle. Um they're always competitive and is on the plastic pitch, obviously as well. So um I need some encouragement heading into that to be any to be confident in any way whatsoever. Yeah. I think I think I've got one final question for you in terms of the way that we were playing and something that I've certainly picked up on the last three preseason games. I have felt that we have been very narrow and not had an awful lot of width. I don't know if that's just because we are in, maybe this is a, a buzzword now, a bad word in, in uh, Rangers, uh, the Rangers world now, but but I'm so used to seeing Ryan Kent hugging a touchline and cutting in. Um, does that, is there a cause for concern there? Because I feel that all three teams that we have played against in pre-season have, have again really exploited that. And, and exposed exposed our fullbacks at times. Yeah, that Ryan Ken that scored for Fenerbahce tonight <laughs> as well. Um, <laughs> um, yes, uh, Ryan Kent is gone, and it uh, was the right decision for Ryan Kent to to be let go at the end of last season. Agreed. So we're, we're not we're not um, going back on that one. I think the width and Michael Beal system very similar to how it was when Steven Gerrard was here is supposed to come from the fullbacks, yeah. and that then takes us back to well, Borna Barisic is not offering that width. He's not offering any pace. We've not got any outlet down that side. Um, the, the, the attack and three are all interchanging constantly, mm-hmm. so they're never going to be out wide and uh, out wide and, uh, on the touchline, even when you see the likes of Sakala come on, the likes of Matondo come on, they are more they are more narrow than they were last season, they are no, they are nowhere near as wide as, as they were and um, that's where you really need the overlapping fullbacks and it's a, it's a, it goes back to the concern of um, I think we're okay on the right hand side, James Tavernier will continue to support Defensively, is still a bit questionable, but we are the amount of goals he gives, the amount of contributions towards mm-hmm. um, towards goals that he gives us. Then it's kind of what we need to accept on that front. And and he he is better defensively than Borna Barisic is. Borna Barisic is the real weak link that we have at the moment, both mm-hmm. going forward from a width perspective and defensively from uh, stopping crosses, making tackles, being mm-hmm. correctly positioned. Um, I'm half expecting him to walk past us here actually <laughs> yes, so the gantry, just just as I'm rhyming off all these things. But um I um I'm all in on the all in on the train, is that even a phrase? I'm all in on the train of Borna Barisic out. There we go. I can't wait. I wish I was a fly in the wall in Tommy's house to see his face because that's yet another pod or mentioned the train. 
So, um, but listen, I think that just about wraps it up for today. It has been a busy day for myself. Just to let you all know, uh, if you haven't seen it all, there's plenty of Rangers content on This Is Ibrooks. We have, I've been at the B team game today. We've got um, uh, a post match press conference from the manager. We spoke exclusively to him. We had Xander Hutton on as well. He, for his first um, post match press conference as well, and I thought he did really well there. Um, so go and check out all the stuff in the socials, guys. But um, yeah. We will be back on... Um, are we doing a post-match presser for the Hoffenheim game? Or a post-match um, pod for the... Let's say yes. Let's just go for yes. I'll say yes. I've, <laughs> I'm tired and I'm, I'm yet to look at the schedule. We will definitely be back on Sunday. Um, but thanks for joining us, Craig. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. And uh, yes, looking forward to weaving eyebrows in the rain. <laughs> yeah. Take care, everybody. And we'll see you all soon. Podcast Network.